Come on in the water. Hello, everybody, and this is Shark Bait. This is Shark Bait's Chum Line podcast for Wednesday, May 29th, 2013. How you all doing? Welcome back to the show. On today's show, we're just going to do a quick little talk about a new shark exclusionary net they're using out in Africa called Shark Safe. And then I'm going to talk about, uh, I don't know if it's really a controversial topic, but I'm going to be talking about Jaws. And that's kind of to set up uh, some of the upcoming podcasts I have, some with uh, some interviews, and we're going to be talking about Jaws. But first, we'll go into that shark exclusionary net. Um, Basically, this is the uh, exclusion that you see around the beaches, and this is actually in Cape Town, South Africa. And again, the uh, reason for all these is to kind of keep the, the sharks away from the beaches where people are bathing, and to kind of give people some sense of safety, especially with the uh, the amount of great whites that are in the area in, uh, in Cape Town, South Africa. Um, but anyway, they've discovered a new type of net, so instead of there being the, your traditional net where you're going to get um, sharks caught in it and they're going to basically die within these nets, is they're coming up with a, it's a group called SharkSafe, and it's with scientists from Stellenbosch University, and it's basically using magnets, so it's kind of uh, looking at the, the sharks' uh, ampullae of Lorenzini and their electroreceptors and kind of using that as a way to deter sharks from areas and exclusionary um, tactics to, to keep beachgoers safe and uh, hopefully keep the, the sharks safe as well. And so I will put a link up to this. This is actually found on marinesciencetoday.com, but I will get that link up on the website. Um, we kind of have a new direct uh, website now. Um, it'll still take you to the original blog, but the new website is going to be uh, www.sharkbaitpod.com, and that will be your one-stop source for all things related to Sharkbait's Chumline podcast. Okay, so in relation to uh, upcoming podcasts, uh, you know I'll try to keep you up to date on any new shark news. Um, you can always follow me on Twitter at sharkbaitchum, and I'm you know, kind of uh, more on Twitter giving quick updates or sharing other shark news as it happens rather than through the podcast. Um, but I am going to try to do the podcast on a more regular basis because uh, I feel that gets the, uh, the information out better than in 140 characters as you do on Twitter. But Twitter is a, a quick way to get that information out there. Um, so anyway, uh, I've got some interviews lined up uh, coming up in the next few months, and a lot of it has to do with uh, a shark fishing tournament that's taking place out in Montauk, uh, Long Island, New York. And as some of you may know, Montauk was once a big uh, shark fishing um, town. Uh, true or not, it, it may have been the basis for uh, some of the events of the, the book Jaws. And the, the book Jaws, and in particular the movie Jaws, is what got me into marine biology and interested in sharks. And you can take Jaws several different ways. Um, I've actually heard from younger people, we'll say under 30 years old, um, that they haven't either, neither read Jaws nor even seen Jaws, and some of it comes from 
and this is all media, um, the, the, the media's coverage of things. Jaws, initially when it came out, both the book and the movie, you had the, the reaction, the, the media's reaction, because it was such a visceral reaction by people who read and saw the movie, that there could be something like this out there. So I think the media kind of seized upon that, and that's when you saw you know, the, the slightest little thing about sharks become, and you see it now still, become instant news fodder. Um, for instance, you know, I, there was a, uh, a fisherman recently who was unfortunately tragically killed by a beaver. Um, and apparently it, it was in Belarus uh, over in Eastern Europe. But, you know, it's a small story. But yet I think, you know, someone who gets just bit by a shark, that's going to get even a huge, much more attention than the story of, you know, someone else having a tragic accident due to another animal. And we've all seen the statistics about you're more likely to die from bee stings, from, you know, a bird flying through your window. It, it, you know, the, the statistics are out there. But not to digress too much, I think that's one of the reasons why Jaws kind of gets a, a bad reputation is because it's still perpetually shown. And I think the connotation is that the movie didn't really portray sharks in the best light. And Peter Benchley, the author of Jaws, has, has kind of said the same, that he, he could never write the book Jaws knowing what he knows now versus what he knew in the 70s. Um, but whatever that may be, I believe Jaws did affect a lot of people, we'll say in my age range, 40-ish, we'll say. Um, so I think a lot of people became marine biologists or got interested in sharks because of Jaws, and I think that's a good thing. Um, so what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be talking to some people who I know, um, who chose their path of what they're doing in life now, or even how they've come in contact with me, and it's all because of the movie Jaws. Um, I'll share some of my experiences. I've had lots of, um, throughout my life, experiences with sharks, and it all kind of ties into the movie Jaws. So it's played a huge role in my life. But, um, and a lot of this, again, is to lead up to July 27th, 28th, where there will be a no-kill shark tournament in Montauk. And that's trying to tie this all together. Um, it's the first of its kind out in Montauk, where, again, it's, it's always been a, a big fishing town. Um, there have always been some big shark fishing tournaments out there. But this is the first time it's gonna be no-kill. You're gonna have circle hooks. You're gonna have different organizations. The Guy Harvey Foundation is gonna be there. Uh, I believe O-Search is gonna be there as far as doing the satellite tagging. Um, I may get involved and uh, been asked to possibly do some shark conservation things there. So it, it, it sounds like it's gonna be a big event. I've, I've already seen it um, on the interwebs, on Facebook, on uh, Twitter. There's been some conversation about this. So it, this could be a really big event and I'm really excited about it. Yeah, so in leading up to that, we're going to have some really good interviews, I think. Uh, again, talking about Jaws. And if anyone out there, you're listening, if uh, tell me how, what you think about Jaws. I'd like to know. Um, I can talk forever about Jaws and about sharks, but you know, Jaws, again, holds a certain part, uh, per certain, uh, uh, how do I say it? It's, it's special to me. Um, so if you want to talk about it, let me know. I'll put you on the podcast. Um, so that's it for today. Uh, we're going to try to get some more out there, like I said. So 
Uh, as always, you can subscribe to the podcast. Look for us on iTunes. Uh, search for Sharkbait in the podcast. Check out all the uh, the resources for the podcast at www.sharkbaitpod.com. Uh, like us on Facebook. Again, uh, search for Sharkbait Chumline. And you can follow me on Twitter. And the handle there is SharkB8Chum. And again, if you want to talk about uh, Jaws, Sharks, let me know. If you can set something up, you can be on the podcast, drop me an email. My email is sharkbait at sharkbaitpod.com. And anything else you want to know, if you want to leave comments about how this is going, I appreciate it. So, until next time, hopefully next week we'll get some more out there. Thanks for tuning in. And Mr. Finn, what do you got to say?